This episode of the podcast is brought to you by Zach and I having a slumber party and I start a pillow fight, but I pack my slumber pillow with knives and bricks to murder Zach. He has no idea what's coming. I have mayonnaise hmm? in mind. Hay tres clases de personas. Los de arriba. Los de abajo. Los que caen. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Roll the Credits, the podcast. I'm Frank. And I'm Zach. And today we're doing the platform. The platform. Netflix original. We're getting international up in this bitch. Yeah. Boy, oh boy, did you pick a crazy one. Oh yeah. This movie's fun. It is. This movie's dark. I really like this. This movie's dark, has a great social commentary, Mm -hmm. but also like really plays into like the ridiculousness like towards the end. Yeah. But also all around just... A very good time. An awesome story, too. Yeah, yep. A lot of piss and shit, though, for my <laughs> taste. <laughs> but, you know. Uh, Zach, give us the rundown. All right, allow me to butcher all of these names. Yep. So, The Platform came out in 2019. It was directed by Golder Gastulio Uratia. <laughs> God, I'm so sorry, everyone. <laughs> Your main characters are Ivan Masagu, who plays Goring. You have Zorian Agelier, who plays Tremoxi. Uh, you have Alexandra Masaganke, who plays Mihora. Uh, Antonia San Juan, who plays Imogori. And then Emilio Ball, who plays Barat. And those <laughs> are... Yeah. You're, Barat. You're, <laughs> Barat! <laughs> uh, Goring is your main character, but you see like throughout each level, he gets like a new person with him. Yeah. Yep. Uh, and this is a movie about a... <laughs> what a what a crazy movie! <laughs> oh. uh, this is a movie about pretty much like a vertical prison mm-hmm. that uh, every month you get put onto a different level of this uh, prison, and depending on what your level is, that depends on pretty much how much food you get because they they start this platform that kind of works its way down every single level um, one by one and allows the people on those levels to eat and pretty much. The people up top get to eat all the food, mm-hmm. and then by the time it reaches down towards like the middle to end of uh, end of the levels, there's almost no food left or no food left at all, and then the people down below tend to starve. Yeah, uh, uh, it's it's insane because you only get like one minute for the food, and the levels go as low as 333. Yeah. So realistically, after level 100, you have no food. Yeah. And it's two people in each cell, and it just forces them to survive. Yeah. And by that, you can take it whatever way you want. We're going to get into it, though. <laughs> yeah. Um, so before we get into, like, what the film is, like, saying about, like, the world, because obviously there's... Oh, huge, <laughs> huge notion. Yeah. Um, but, like, just as a film itself, mm-hmm. uh, a little exposition heavy, but... It's done in a creative way, though. Yeah, because you ha- you have to in this in this type of film you kind of have to have exposition to understand like what they're going through. Mm-hmm. So you have to have like a character kind of explain to us the audience, or in this case, you know, the main character, like what's going on. Yeah. So you need you need that, uh, but still, like even though it, it, it's done well and it's done it's done in like it's short. It's not like these like crazy long exposition you know crazy long exposition scenes. It's just like. Listen, we're on this level. We don't know if we're gonna have food basically today. Yeah, and like it's pretty much just like short and simple and simple and sweet. And it's like okay, cool. Exactly. Uh, and you and you know in those short little uh, snippets of exposition, you fully understand what's going on. Exactly. I mean, 
with it i i really enjoyed because it's like the first half of the film you're with goring just trying to figure out like what this place is and like how it works Mm -hmm. so in that sense you almost subconsciously connect with goring because you're learning as much as he is yeah and then you get like i i like the idea that like they gave you tiny little snippets of like him outside of here yeah yeah like coming to this place but didn't go like crazy on it giving us a backstory yeah because like but his reasoning is pretty much like i wanted to quit smoking Mm -hmm. and also read read don quixote yeah and i'm just like what (laughs) (laughs) like yeah it's a good book but like (laughs) i don't know if you're gonna go to jail like why why you would put yourself in that shoes like i feel like there may have been like more to him that like the writer knows but doesn't give us yeah you know what i mean um but his first uh, cellmate, I love him. Yeah, no, he's great. Uh, <laughs> he's just talking about like the samurai plus. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and you pretty much learn that he. The only reason why he's there is because he accidentally killed somebody because he threw a TV out the window. Yeah, from just him. getting angry at like uh, what what are those called? Like the the infomercials. In- infomercials. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and he ends up throwing a TV out the window and it lands on a guy. Yeah, and he kills I, him. I really like too that like you get to bring one item with you. Yeah. Like, into this place. And, of course, he brought... He brought the fucking knife that does not dull. Never dulls and just gets <laughs> sharper the more that it cuts. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, obviously, that... Like, you know that while... It's going to come into play. Yeah, like, you know that while he's explaining it and, like, he shows it, it's like, okay, this is going to come back. Yeah. Like, it has to. And, boy, does it come back. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> um, but the overall, like... Like, I loved how the movie felt so like grimy yeah like, like gross it was... but then but then you have like that contrasting beautiful like opening scenes of like the guy who's like walking around this like kind of like what you ne- what you know is a restaurant and mm-hmm. like, you don't know exactly what they're doing with it or whatnot but you like you see like this really like it seems like a five-star high-end restaurant and this guy seems very very like particular with like how things are cooked and it needs to be like perfect yeah. and and you're watching him uh like meticulously walk around and pretty much like dissect every single piece of food that's being like produced for this for these prisoners who don't appreciate that in any way shape or form they just want to eat yeah they're just but, like starving at this yeah point. and like i remember the first time i watched it i was wondering like do the people who are making this food even know like what they're making it for they, because they do they do know what they're making it for but they don't know anything of like how it's working down there in the hole like they don't understand like that people are just stuffing their face and not leaving any for anybody else. Their mindset is that they're making enough to get all the way down and people are just like properly taking a certain amount. Hopefully. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. that's the idea. But obviously coming back later on when we talk about it with society, that's not the case. Yeah. Um, but still, like I thought it was, I thought it was like really beautifully contrasted where it's just like, you know, like incredibly like fine dining and then just animalistic people who are just like not appreciate not not appreciative of it at all yeah uh and and it really shows like how it brings out almost the worst in people depending on the level in which they are sentenced to Mm -hmm. and when they don't get food how that how that like causes them to react yeah i mean we start off with level 48, which in and of itself is pretty low. Yeah, like which you, is which is a pretty good level. It's not bad, but yeah. you got to think at that point there's like, what, like 85 people that have eaten already beforehand. Right. Because there's two to a cell, so there's a lot of food that's already gone out. Yeah, but at least you're getting food. You're getting something. Yeah. And 
boy. <laughs> There's this crazy idea too where it's like the people above you just do not like they they think that they're better than you. Yeah. And then you're in yours and then you're supposed to be like the people below you are shit because they're below you. Mhm. So like you have Tramoxi who play who like after he throws back the wine, just starts, like, pissing on the table below them. Yeah, and he has a really great line where he's kind of, like, kind of explaining, like, you know, like, today we're above them, tomorrow we'll probably be, you know, below them, you know, and the people below us will probably be, you know, above uh, above us now, whatever, and and he just kind of has, like, that, obviously, like, again, this whole movie is just, like, very metaphorical, but, like, it's it's very, uh, it's just a really, like, simple way to break down a very complicated problem. Mm-hmm. Did you get Snowpiercer vibes from this? A little. I got it. A little bit. It, it did kind of feel like it. I feel like it was better than Snowpiercer. Yeah. Uh, personally. I know. I mean, I I want to like Snowpiercer, but I just don't feel like it was it just, that good. <laughs> <laughs> Bam yeah. Ju Ho, but like, oh no, yeah, it was great. Like, I love him. I I just recently like listened to a bunch of interviews with him. Um, and he's great. It's mm-hmm. just yeah, I don't know. Snowpiercer just didn't quite stick the landing for me. No. Um. But anyway, mm-hmm. but Parasite, though. Fuck. Oh, yeah. Parasite's so good. He hit his stride there. God. <laughs> um, but, yeah, so, I mean, then you get the, the introduction of this character, of this woman, mm-hmm. who sits on the platform once a month mm-hmm. and comes down to every floor in the search of her child. Mm-hmm. Miharu. And she is crazy. She is, and I like the idea that they kind of played it off later on where it's like, no, she was just a crazy person. There is no child. Like she was just an aspiring actress and like everything fell through and she like committed a crime and she's here. Yeah. And I like that idea where it's like, okay, you're led to believe for the first quarter of the film that like, she's just this mother trying to find her child. Yeah. And then when Imagoru comes in, she explains that like, no, there are no children in here. The lowest age that you can be is 16. And she's just a crazy person. Like, Which just, I would argue, like, a 16-year-old is still kind of a, a child. child. Yeah. <laughs> I would also argue that, like, the the rate that the platform shoots back up, yeah. I don't feel like even if you made it all the way down, you would be okay to shoot back up again. Yeah. I almost imagine, like, a wall just hitting at some point. Yeah, like, if well, obviously at the end, somebody rides it back up. Yeah. And, uh... And I was thinking, like, man, like, I feel like when that thing comes to a stop, like... <laughs> just shoot up on the yeah, wall. Yeah, like, I feel like you would just, like, splatter. Like, like you would just fly, you know? But uh, that's that's besides the point. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, no, this mom who's, like, trying to, like, basically look for a kid. Mm-hmm. and But she is not to be fucked with. Oh, no. She immediately, from, like, the second that you see her go below the level that, um, that Goring is on. Yeah. She fucking kills the two people for coming near her. Yeah, because they well, because they try to like rape her or something. Yeah. I don't know what like exactly. Obviously, we don't know exactly what her pl- their their plan was, but they like grab her and like pull her down mm-hmm. off of the platform, and then she just fucking murders them. Yep. And boy, does this movie go into some good murder scenes? Like, oh yeah. The gore in this movie is excellent. It's crazy. <laughs> I love it. And then after that first month, yeah. Oof. You you end up now on because you have before we say like what level she's on or they go on to um there is like this nice little montage at like 48 where it's like goring is starting to like get into the rhythm of it and like he's really kind of just like hanging out with um 
with Tringmasi, and they're bonding a little bit. Yeah. He's reading to him. There's like a weird naked scene with them, they're just like stretching. Doing, yeah, they're just doing yeah. like yoga together. And then that month ends, and they're on level one seventy one. And fucking and everything changes. Yeah, um, because they gas you. Yep, and you knock out. And then you have and you have Goring who just wakes up fucking tied to like the bed mm-hmm. and uh, and the old man pretty much just tells him like listen we're on a bad level yeah. and I'm old and I'm frail and uh, I know that you're gonna turn on me and I won't be able to defend myself so mm-hmm. this is what has to be done yeah and, and he, he gives him the idea that like okay I'm gonna wait a week because I can yeah. we can both go without a week with eating yeah and boy oh boy like. Thinking about how you know that in a week you're going to start getting fucking sliced up. Yeah. Like. <laughs> that's that's rough. That's a scary, like, thought. Like, I was I was recently watching this documentary, and uh, it was all about, like, like inmates on death row. Mm-hmm. And it was just, like, knowing, like, that you are going to die on this day is, like... The idea of just, like, laying in bed and, like, thinking about, like, tomorrow I'm going to be, like, sent to be executed. Or in a week I'm going to be sent to be executed. Like, mm-hmm. the the anxiety, you know? And obviously, in his situation, he's tied to a bed. Yeah. And he knows that this old man is about to start fucking slicing and dicing him. Mm-hmm. Like, that's, like, on just, like, on a on a simple, like, hey... That's a scary thought. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, just to be in the mindset of that character, you know? Well, not only that, too, but he's like, hey, I'm going to take some of your flesh each day, but I'm going to give you some, too. Yeah. And it's like, okay, <laughs> I'm going to eat myself. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but then, of course, it, 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 it does happen. He, get, he gets, yeah. like, a chunk of his leg cut off, and then... Maharu for the save. Yeah, she comes in and uh, ends up smashing him in the head and then stabbing him and in then the throat. gets stabbed a lot and he dies yeah uh and then you know you have like these like these crazy scenes in which and it's not this isn't the only time it happens where there's kind of like cannibalism where it's like mm-hmm. the per- your partner has died and you're on a shitty level you have to eat this person to survive yeah and it it's really really horrible to think but like that's probably what people would have to do oh yeah like like thinking like while I was watching this I was like okay if I was on this level like, would I murder Frank? Do, would I have the will to to not murder Frank? <laughs> I th- th- that's the thing is like like one month mm-hmm. you could probably do. Yeah. If you get sent to shitty uh levels uh you know consistently. Yeah, if you get back to back shitty levels, then that's where things start to change. Mhm. Because I think I could probably go 30 days without eating. Like, they, gi- they, they give you that sink. So, like, you can fill yourself up on, like, water and whatever. Yeah. And, like, you'll be all right. Especially, like, if we're doing this, like, hey, we're, like, in our 20s. Like, we'll be okay. Like, yeah. we're Goring, not. like, ate his book, too. Like, parts of it. Yeah, yeah. He started, like, eating the pages. Um, but when you get to month two and you're like, oh, I'm on, I'm on day 38. I'm on day 45. And I haven't eaten a single thing. Yeah, you really start to wonder, like... Would you kill a man mm-hmm. in order to survive? Because there's no rules no. in this in this prison. It, it's, it's not like that. If you kill somebody, you get sentenced to a long. You you get a longer sentencing. It's pretty much just this is your sentencing. You're here for this duration. You and and then it's the fucking wild west. Like it yeah. doesn't matter, which is insane. Mm-hmm. But uh, 
I, I, I think I would kill you, Zach. Yeah, I'd, I'd probably kill you. <laughs> I think, let's just be honest. Like, it's just, it is what it is. Yeah, I'll, you're taller than me. I'd get you while you're sleeping. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, uh, you know, I think that it's important that, like, we should really kind of dive into, like, what, what this movie is saying. Because, yeah. obviously, again, like, this movie is really trying to say something. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Before y- that, though. Go ahead. Uh, fuck you, because the dog dies. The dog dies. Yep. And you're a bastard. Well, you you killed the horse last episode. So. Oh, don't get on <laughs> me. <laughs> Which I would argue is the most beautiful animal. <laughs> six dogs in one. <laughs> you know, uh, is is true. Yeah. Uh, but in all seriousness, like the ending of this movie, and then you get the introduction of what whatever his name is, Ba Barat. Barat. Yeah. He um he really is like a shining light in this film. Yeah. Where he has these ideas similar to Goring where it's um, first off he he's very religious um, and he believes that like God will save him but also he picked a rope thinking that if he gets to a high enough level he can just rope his way up right with like the, the help. people above him would help him yeah yeah and it, it's very it's a very positive outlook yeah for him um, thinking that he can like rise up and get out of here yeah with the help of other people, but again, piss and shit, uh, that doesn't really work out. Right. Because yeah, he gets, he literally gets shit on. Yeah. (laughs) And you know, like looking Uh, at it, he, he had like this idea going in where it's like, he, he can really like make a difference. Yeah. And Imagoru really has like this line in here where she says, um, along the lines of, solidarity can bring change yeah and change can be spontaneous and goring really like defends that and says that like no you can't have change spontaneously yeah but when you have bara and goring together they decide like to make a change yeah and maybe not in the best way no but but it it works for like what it is um because like symbolism wise like it's almost an idea of like communism where everybody should have like equal portion. Yeah. And it, it really says something about society with the food platform itself that more people want more than they need. Yeah. And when you have that, you have people below that aren't going to get anything. Right. And it really showcases like the wealthy versus the poor. Yeah. And I love how they even like explore the whole idea of like, there's a high rate of suicide mm-hmm. on the wealthy side of the people who are up there getting all the food because they have nothing to look forward to. Yeah. And they they end up, a lot of them end up either killing themselves by jumping down the platform and just flying down the all 300 levels and just splattering mm-hmm. um, or, you know, whatever it may be because of the simple fact that they, they have everything that they want and there's no more, there's no more anticipation. There's no more joy of getting something that... Uh, that they're just like looking forward to every single day or whatever it may be, yeah. and I thought that was a really interesting uh, and an, an interesting metaphor of of the people up top killing themselves because a lot of people think like oh like depression like mm-hmm. like why why do celebrities kill themselves like they live the best lives ever and it's like no like that's like just because they have a lot of money doesn't necessarily mean that they're happy exactly you know and they even talk about that too in the film where it's like having money doesn't mean that you're happy yeah it just means that you're stable right. Uh, and obviously in 
a world that we live in, we've seen that time and time again. Like, celebrities kill themselves all the time. Mm -hmm. People who are very wealthy kill themselves all the time. And it's not because... And it has nothing to do with uh, the simple fact that they they have all of their basic require Like, they have plethora of things. Like, it's not... That's not what it's about. Yeah. And, uh, and this movie, I think, simply and uh, justly shows shows it mm-hmm. very very uh smart in yeah. a smart way because goring's and borat's idea is to ride down the platform and give out portions yeah and there's this really interesting line that like starts everything off where um it's actually termasi who who says it where he says there are three types of people those at the top those at the bottom and those who fall yeah and it's speaking literally and metaphorically mm-hmm. where there are people above you, there are people below you, and then there are people who fall. So either that they fall to their death or they're falling willingly. Mm. And in a sense, that's Goring and Borat who are descending down to try and make the change. Yeah. And to give out portions just like they start out at like level 51 because they know like people from like 1 to 50 eat every single day yeah it's the people below that that don't get to eat and maybe they're going about it a more brutal way than like a peaceful protest type thing right but because they cave in people's heads that try to like yeah (laughs) some yeah some people get fucked up in this movie yeah um but for them to like descend down and just try to like hand out these portions to people is very just and then you get like that one floor with like the wise man who says like no you're doing this wrong it doesn't matter like if you get food to everybody because you're going to have to do this again and then after that month you're going to be lower and then who's going to do it then yeah so you have to send a message Mm -hmm. you have to preserve and this is their idea they have to preserve this one thing the panacote (laughs) which i guess is like a super like rare delicious dessert (laughs) but they're like if we just save this and nobody touches this and they send it back up they'll get an idea that like okay something's going on down here yeah but in my mind i'm also like oh weird they didn't want this right yeah i mean if you take it like yeah literally (laughs) yeah i mean if you take it literally it's like kind of it kind of takes the wind out of it a little bit but it's like oh (laughs) we could send less food then because they still have some (laughs) Um, yeah, but then of course they, they drop, they start dropping down levels, but that, that the wise man says also that like, you need to like, not be like, you can't just come down screaming and yelling and like killing people and, and whatnot. Like you need to first, you need to use your words Mm -hmm. and you need to like, try to get people to understand and try to get them on your side. And then if they don't listen, then you start cracking heads. Yeah. And that's what they do. They, they they go forth and they they try and they try to use their words first and they come down and they're like, listen, everybody, like, you know, we're just trying to send a message here. Like, we're, we want to give you guys rations, blah, 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 blah. And then people are like, no, fuck you. And then they start cracking heads. Yeah. But they at least attempt <laughs> to, to I, use their I words. I feel like they only got two levels with, like, talking sensibly. Well, I don't know. It's like one of those things where... Um, they, they can't show you every single level and every time they could drop down to that level, they have mm. a conversation and then they don't listen. Like it just wouldn't, it wouldn't make sense like thematically mm. and the, like in the structure of 
the way that the scene is being built. Like it would just it would just go on for too long. Yeah. So they're just showing you like the heads being cracked, and then of course you start getting down to those lower levels where things start getting bad, mm-hmm. and it's almost like it, it almost feels like you're walking down fucking like Skid Row, yeah. like you know, like the homeless in like Florida or uh, California, mm-hmm. and it's just like again like. It's even war. It's it's even more of the wild west, you know. And there's dead people. There's there's people who have just been murdered. There's mm-hmm. people who are eating other people. There. It's just it's a fucking it's a it's a, a disaster. Yeah, and it's crazy too because it's like the the platform won't even stop if it knows that. Yeah, like, if there's a, alive. If, yeah, if there's nobody alive on that level, the platform just keeps going. But then they reach. I have a I have a I want to ask you like what you what you kind of took away from from one of the plat or one of the levels that they get down to where there is. An old man laying in a bed, and a mm-hmm. and a and a kid who is mentally impaired, mm-hmm. and they get to him, and they give the old man some soup, and they give the mentally impaired kid like whatever, like strawberries or whatever it is, and the mentally impaired kid says like, "I'm gonna kill this, I'm gonna kill that old man over there," mm-hmm. and they're just like, "No, no, no, don't say that," like you know, like why why would you why would you do that? And he's like, "Well, he's sick, he's gonna die." And then they're just like, you know, you're just saying things, blah, 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 blah. And then the, then the kid goes, no, like when you guys leave, I'm going to cut open his stomach and eat the food that you gave him. And I thought that was like, I, I didn't quite know what to take away from that the first time that I watched it. Yeah. I was like, why did they include this scene? And then, and then I watched it. And then when I watched it the second time, I was, I'm really thinking about like, why would they, why would they show this? And I don't know, like what I took away from it was. That if somebody is so far gone mm-hmm. and they've been down and like they've been they've been, you know, beaten to a point in which there is no return, then even the small gestures of coming down and giving them food, they're still going to be. It's it's like think of it like, you know, like a prisoner, like you, you, yeah. you take somebody and put him in jail like that doesn't actually help them in a way, you know, like that doesn't mm-hmm. reform them in any way. If anything, it most, hurts them. most people, they, if they get out of jail, they end up going back in jail, whatever, you know, a little bit, a little time later because that's all they know. Mm-hmm. And I feel like that may have been like what was trying to be said is like, I've been down here for so long. Like I am now what I am and yeah. you coming down this far and you know, whatever, like thanks, but it's mm-hmm. not going to change anything. Yeah. Cause we don't know like how long these people have been in there. Like I know like, uh, there are a few people that are like here for a year. Goring is here for six months so he can get like a college diploma. Yeah. And you don't know like how long people have been here and where their mindset is at this point. Yeah. Because obviously like, you know, when Goring gets sent down to like 202, that's a death sentence. Yeah. And you really see like at that level, like as they're riding down, you know, past like 175, there's nobody really left. Yeah. And, but there are like some really funny things like like because like you said in the beginning like people can people can bring like one item and you got like yeah. guys who like brought like the katana one, one guy brought like a katana one guy brought like a like a blow up kiddie pool yeah one guy brought uh just money yeah when it's like okay that's not gonna help you in this Whatever. situation uh somebody brought like a surfboard too yeah there was, like, I was like what <laughs> yeah there's there just like some funny things um, like those two old men just like in the fucking kiddie pool, just yeah. like, I'm just like <laughs> and they throw them a watermelon. Uh, like, here you go. It was very funny. Um, but yeah, like once they ride down yeah, and they get to level 333, yeah, which is supposedly the last level. Right. And you find the girl. Yeah. You find the child that like, you've been told like the later half of this film 
that doesn't exist. Yeah. And you find her and they're both beaten at this point. Like they're they're broken um mm-hmm. a couple of floors above. They tried to save Maharu who ended up dying. Yeah. And they got fucked up really badly too. And we get to this point where you find the girl and a selfless gesture, they give her the panacota to eat. Yeah. To survive. And in that moment, they realize that she is actually the message to be yeah. sent. Like, she is something that, more so than sending food back, is going to be, look at this idea that you've come up with, this supposedly, air quote, airtight system, and you have a child in here. Yeah. And she's barely surviving. And do you get, like, Jesus Christ vibes? Um, from not, not from the kid kind of, because like, I looked a little into this, like the last floor is like 333 and there are two people to each one. So 333 times two is six, six, six. And like, you have like the idea of like, this is hell. Yeah. Um, and you have like this child who is the savior kind of, yeah. Cause she's going to bring like an idea of like, okay, this is wrong. Yeah. But I also kind of get like the vibe of Goring being like Jesus. Like, especially, mm. like, to the point where, like, he, like when he's so beaten, mm-hmm. and it's kind of like, you know, when they fucking crucified him, and then they beat the crap out of him and whipped him into death, and or, or pretty much to death. Yeah. And then they make him, you know, bring the fucking crucifix up the hill and, and whatnot. Uh, like, like he kind of, and he also kind of looks like what the depictions of Jesus are. Like, he's kind of got, like, the very similar nose yeah. and the hair, and when he's beaten and bloody, like, it looks like what Mel Gibson was doing in The Passion of the Christ. A little bit. I know that there's also, like, a theory of, like, the book that he was reading, like... Being his... the Bible? What? Being the Bible? No, no, no. Oh. Like, um, the book that he was reading, like, the story of that is very similar to, like, Goring's story. Yeah. So, I don't know, really. Um, I, I do get, like, a little bit of religious vibes from it as well Yeah. towards the end. And that's where, too, like, when she rides up, it's, like, it's going pretty fast. Yeah. Yeah, but, I mean, obviously, like, what I take away from that is when, when they end up deciding, like, okay, the Panacota is no longer, like, the message. Mm-hmm. The child is the message. Like, what that means is, like, the next generation needs to, like, do something. Yeah. Like, the child going up and being the message of, like, hey, this is not working that that kid is the next generation needing like need pretty much being like the catalyst of yeah. like you know starting to change something at least that's what i took away from mm-hmm. it um but yeah i mean overall this movie's great yeah i really enjoyed it eight it's and a, eight and a half escar goes <laughs> out of ten <laughs> it's heavy though it is it's heavy but it's also funny it's got it really balances like the tones of of all that it that it is balancing it, it does it very very well i mean like again like you have like these like these moments of comedy you have these very serious uh moments these like heavy metaphorical moments um these introspective moments like and it all just comes together i think beautifully yeah it's a it's a really interesting concept with a really original idea that really has something to say yeah and i appreciate that yeah uh netflix just keeps pumping out shit that Lately has been good. <laughs> like over the past suspiciously like, good. So, yeah, over the past two years, like suspiciously good. Yeah. Yeah, I mean I'm I'm all for it. Mm-hmm. Uh so yeah, I, I really, really enjoyed it and I think that uh 
my like I remember I showed I showed Jess this movie and like in the beginning she just didn't really want to watch it because mm-hmm. like Jess kind of gets like in these moods where it's just like oh like there's subtitles like <laughs> I know my uh, Jess was the same like, way I'm just like shut up like just watch it like mm-hmm. I'm I, I think like I, I've heard good things about it like I, I think I think we're both gonna really enjoy this mm-hmm. and within like ten minutes she was just like so invested and like you know kind of like bringing it back to Bong Joon Ho like he he made that really like famous. Oscar speech I think I think it was an Oscar speech where he pretty much was talking about the one inch barrier mm-hmm. which is subtitles like if you can get past that like you you're you're you will be completely opened up to so many more um, incredible films like you can't only just watch films that uh, are, are in English. your language mm-hmm. because there's so many more stories out there that are being told in other countries and other dialects that like are really incredible yeah and some of uh, our favorite movies that we've done have been with subtitles yeah so um yeah I mean I, I think I think it's important to uh, to like open up your uh, your mind a little bit when it mm-hmm. comes to uh, at least at least diverse, diversifying your uh, film tastes, you know. Um, so yeah, very well put, Frank. Nine out of ten. Nice, nice. What do you got to recommend? Though? All right, so I feel like I feel like you've been recommending a lot of music. A little that, bit. That, and that bothers me. That that's what I got lately. Because I was like, I every time that you recommend an album, I'm like, I I, I know I know music too. <laughs> yeah, I've recommended an album. So uh, I haven't recommended an album in, in a little bit, and um, I want to recommend an album called Black. Well, the the artist is called Black Country New Road, mm-hmm. and the album is called For the First Time. Okay. And it's this really incredible fusion of like jazz music being incorporated with like punk okay it's really interesting it's like it's it's re- it's like uh it's not singing it's more along the lines of poetry s- like okay. like spoken word but uh the instrumentals are are just really incredible like the the opening track is just a, is just pretty much this like jazz instrumental that that it's just so fucking groovy and it's so incredible. And then, and then you get like the storytelling on it's really great. Mm-hmm. Like there's a, there's a really great uh, one called science fair. And the, the song is like, the song feels like the origin story of a supervillain <laughs> of like, Oh, it's about this guy who goes to a science fair. Like what could possibly go wrong? And then like you, like it, it unravels into this crazy story of like, Oh, this is what happens. Mm-hmm. And this is what happened to this one guy at the science fair. And now he might come back with a cape and <laughs> it's our really? bunch. Of, yeah. Like it really, it's really, really interesting. Um, so, but there's, there's like, yeah, like just the, the, uh, the lyrics are just really, really interesting. And they're like really fun to read. Um, and also just like some of them are heavy, some of them are sad, some of them are depressing, but then also some of them are just like kind of weird and quirky. Um, and the instrumentals are great. Like every fucking track is just like one after the next. And it's not that long. It's like 30 minutes. It's like six tracks or something. Okay. Um, some of them are long though. Some of them are like six minutes. Some of them are like 10 minutes. But mm. really, I highly recommend uh, Black Country New Road. It's really, really great. Very nice, Frank. Yeah. Zach, what are we doing next? All right, Frank. So for our movie discussion, we are going to be talking about movie theater experiences mm-hmm. so we'll be talking about our first movie theater experience one of our favorites one of our worst and our last one yeah all right cool zach take us out all right guys thank you for listening now frank she is the message <laughs>